Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Donna and Steve show right here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson along with producer Don McClain. Hey now. Hey girl, hey. Um how's everybody? Doing great. I'm uh I'm down 2.4 pounds. Huh. Lou is down 2.5 pounds. Didn't even occur to me to weigh myself. Oh, yeah. Great opportunity to do this. We're uh, we're doing a juice cleanse right now, which is why we say this. I I think that this is what happened. My sister, by the way, who also jumped on board, that a handful of listeners, you did, Rocco did, I did. I think that, um, let me just say this regarding juice cleanses. <laughs> you know I like them. I like them. I think that they're fun. I think that they're exciting. It's a nice challenge. It's good to do like once every couple of months. Yeah, it's a nice little reset. Flood your body with with wonderful nutrients. Um, everyone, anytime I've said I'm going on a juice cleanse, they talk about, oh, are you going to the bathroom all the time? What's happening? And, and let's be adult here, but I think that they're referencing number two. I oh peed God. so much yesterday. It was unbelievable. So did Lou. So did Janie. I don't know if you did, Donna. We said we've never peed as much as we did yesterday. And we think that that might be the nature of this cleanse is really flushing the system that way as opposed to the other way. Because the other way was totally normal. Everything was fine. It's not scary. So if, you, if you've if you ever heard of this and thought, oh, geez, but then do I have to run to the bathroom all day? Yeah, but it's not what you think. Not at all. No. It's just everything's normal. I'm tracking, though, today. I'm at five already. Five I need, what? I need to, five trips to the bathroom. Oh, I thought you were going to say you had five drinks already. No, no, but I did have my <laughs> one drink Uh-oh. that I, I, I redid the order because we have this, Don, there's this cashew milk drink. Yeah, that you is, talked about it yesterday. It's the 490, right? It's the 490 banger. Every yes. other one is like 160 calories. I have a couple that are like 50 calories, 60 calories. This is the the banger. And they say you can drink it, sip it throughout the day whenever you just feel like there's a little edge that you need to take off. Or if you do physical activity, you could sip it while you're doing that if you're exercising at all. Strenuous activity, not suggested mm-hmm. during this cleanse because of how low your calories are. But I decided to have it first drink this morning. I almost did that. Because it's going to fill you up like a nice big breakfast. And Donna Valentine, did you have it yesterday? I did. It's fine. I don't it's love it. It's fantastic. Nah, I don't love it. I don't like those shards of whatever that is in there. <laughs> okay. So that was just a little frozen from how they got it to you. I actually loved it because it allowed me to chew some of that ice, which the act of chewing was wonderful. Uh, but this morning I had it, and it had totally thawed by that point and was just a smooth drink. You know what I liken it to, Don? Is it's like the milk at the end of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah. I bleeping love 
that drink. I would say the only thing that's missing in this cleanse, there's not a lot of protein. And that's why I feel hungry. Sure. I'm so hungry. I almost started gnawing on my couch last night. Okay. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to need something. That armrest looked like a meatloaf? Totally. <laughs> my dog's starting to look like a steak. He's going to turn into a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. Cartoon. That's why she said that about the hot dog story earlier, Dawn. Yeah, she I was loves like, I don't them because she's so hungry. Uh, Whatever shape. There's only like a gram of protein in the regular juices. Yes. But I didn't even finish my sixth one yesterday. I, I only did five. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, good for you. Yeah, I was like 490 on this one. I'm okay. So here's what I heard. Here's another thing that, um, that Lou and I were referencing. Last night I said, man, I'm cold. She said, are you cold? I'm cold. I said, I've been cold for a while now. What's going on? So then I, I actually go and I take a bath last night. I bathed. I haven't bathed in over a year. It was great to be in a bath. Take a bath. If you haven't taken a bath in a while, it's wonderful. Your body is suffering. You're starving it. And it's like, <laughs> yes. oh my God, I'm freezing. I have no food. You know what? So it's then my shock. <laughs> my sister texted me this morning and she went on uh, like a juice cleanse, whatever, Facebook page or something. And one of the people said, regarding that feeling of cold that you have, that's actually, and we don't know if this is true or not. She's not a doctor, just some Facebook user. She said that is how your body feels when it is actively burning fat. Oh, interesting. So the cold, I'm going to embrace that chilled feeling today because I'm carving my temple. Cool. Carving it. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I don't feel all the feels that you feel. You. That's true in life. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that's kind of the way you are. Like yeah. you're really in touch with your body and I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Donna said before we started it, the night before we started it, Don, she texted me and said, I'm already dead. <laughs> I mean, so that's the motivation and mindset that she had going into this. Whereas I was like, let's flood our body with nutrients and just give our break down the cell walls of these veggies and let it purify us. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. You know, it's fine. It's a good thing to do every now and then. That's how I feel. Thank and you. today's your last day. Yes, thankfully, I cannot wait for tomorrow. I am going to house a breakfast like you've never seen. Yeah, you have to walk past our cafeteria right now, those yummy breakfast sandwiches, and you're not getting any. That's tough. It's a a tough thing, guys. It requires some (laughs) restraint. Anyway, uh, glad you're doing well. I I didn't even think to weigh myself. I haven't weighed myself in like three years. Yeah, it's fun to do during a cleanse like this because you know you're probably going to see some movement. And... uh, and like I said, it's not just it's not just the guy thing either. Like Janie had a had a number that she could not break through. She said since last Thanksgiving. Oh wow! And she finally got into that tens oh, of pounds great. that she wanted. Lou lost two point five. Only I only lost two point four. It's always easier for women. Okay, oh, no, it isn't. Knock it no, ni, no, ni. Okay, okay. <laughs> you, All right. That is so not right. He's trying okay. to poke us. Okay, okay. I get Listen, it. Listen, Rolling Stones. Hey, hey. Yeah. I am wearing my Rolling yeah, Stones shirt. Yeah, poser, whatever. Come yeah. on, I got it from Target! Jeez. I, I know one. at least... I'm Steve, I have one, too. I, I know two songs by the Rolling Stones, I think. <laughs> whatever. Oh hey, I want to mention that today is September 9th, and if it is your birthday, you are sharing it with a lot of people. According to 20 years of birth data compiled from the U.S. National Center for Health Statistics and the U.S. Social Security Administration... Okay. Today is the most popular day to be born in America. Oh. 
followed closely by September 19th. So what was nine months ago? Good question. December. Yes, or January. January. Yeah. So New Year's Eve. New Year's rocking Eve. Mid-September has more birthdays than any other time of the year. So, yeah, I guess it's cold outside in December, January. Holiday cheer, cheer, you know, a little sippy sip sip. A little mistletoe, won't he? Yep. So happy birthday to anybody celebrating a birthday today. Yeah, happy birthday, guys. Yeah, In fact, guys. we're going to start doing that every day on the show. Why don't we offer that every day? People will feel special because everybody's so self-involved. Yeah. So if it is their birthday, they're <laughs> oh like, did God. you know the radio station wishes me a happy birthday? Oh They'll tell God. their coworkers. So Let me just rattle off, and I know we got to go, but I'll just rattle off like six names. Okay. Today is Henry Thomas's birthday, Eric Stone Street, Rachel Hunter, Adam Sandler, uh, Chip Eston from uh, Nashville, oh, Hugh great. Grant, Tom Wopat. I mean, I could go on and on. Hunter Hayes, Michelle Williams. Wow. Woo, it's a busy day. Uh, <sighs> it's a busy day on the show today. It's Throwback Thursday, which means Throwback Thursday Music Trivia comes up at 1130, hour three on the podcast. College of Pop Culture Knowledge is at 1030. Um, and Donna finished a, uh, a very popular show right now that everybody is watching. And then she started a brand new show that everybody soon We'll be watching. We'll get into that at 9.30. When we come back, though, let's wake our brains up. Things that make you go, huh? If you click on the first link in a Wikipedia article, and then if you continue to do that, it will invariably take you to this page. Any idea what it might be? I tried it this morning, and it's true. We'll tell you about it when we come back on Donna and Steve. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, including some fun facts. Provided by Steve Patterson. <laughs> it's so fun to be with you guys. Oh, God. What Alrighty. is wrong with you? You're uh, jazzy. I'm feeling good. It's feeling really good on a Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. I tested this theory this morning, and it did hold true. It's sort of like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon situation. So if you click on the first link inside of the main text of any wikipedia article and then if you repeat that process for the next article that it takes you to go down to the main body of it click on the first link do it again do it again it will eventually lead you to this article it is about a topic that is philosophy so here's here's how this works today i typed in tom cruise took me hit the first link and it probably took about maybe 15 clicks for me and then you can watch it going broader to more specific more specific and then bam philosophy 97 percent of all articles on wikipedia if you click the first link in the main text and continue to do that it will undoubtedly take you to philosophy okay so Little party how trip. many times do you have to click it i probably did it 15 times this article says they did it with cheese fries they did it with the word armpit and it worked both times, eventually leading to philosophy. That took them, they said, around 20 to 30 clicks. I think mine was about 15. But you, it's a little tricky because when you're on Wikipedia, you need to make sure that you're going into the main article. Because there's each time you click a link, there's a little harbly garbly up top that says, you just came over here from this. But if you keep going to the main article, first link, invariably it will lead you to philosophy. You could win a bet at a party. So you're saying it will lead you to the word philosophy on Wikipedia? Yes, in an article about philosophy. Okay. 
It's a very bizarre thing. Who knows how anybody ever figured this out? Mm. But sure enough, 97% of all articles on Wikipedia, if you click the first link in the main article, will take you to philosophy eventually. Interesting. So it worked with cheese fries. It worked with armpit. It worked <laughs> with Tom Cruise. Okay, cool. That's pretty something. That's something. That's fun. Uh, here's something we didn't know about our neighbors to the north, oh, Canada. The biggest donut-eating country in the world is Canada. They eat more donuts per capita and have more donut shops per capita than any other country on the planet. I would imagine the United States has to be second. They got to be second. Yeah, I would think so. Are they doing donuts all over the world? I would imagine. Mm, Don't ask us follow-up questions. Like, I bet France does. They like pastries. But there's probably, I don't wonder if they do donuts everywhere. Remember we used to get donuts every week? Every Wednesday. Oh, that was so nice. It was the best situation because there was some yeah. stupid meeting that people would go yeah, to. You guys didn't have to go <laughs> to, but you just sure. reap the benefits of the donuts. Yeah, now we did get leftovers of donuts, right? It wasn't always the first pick, but it was either donuts oh. or bagels with schmear. 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 Yeah. Schmear? Schmear. Is it schmear or smear? I think it's schmear. I don't What's like with, either one. Me either. What's with pap? Okay. I'm asking. I don't know. Is it smear or schmear? Smear. Smear. Is that an acronym for something? I think it might be. Well, PAP might be. Check out it. Check it out on Wikipedia, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it leads me to philosophy. On April 18th, 1930, it was such a slow news day that the BBC declared there was no news. Oh. Oh. And they just played piano music instead oh, of reporting anything. What That's year? wonderful. This was in the year 1930. The date was April 18th. <laughs> that takes some courage, some conviction. Instead of making fake news out of nothing, yeah. just say, hey, all is well. Here's a uh, concerto. <laughs> concerto. Herper. I bet there was some news. They were just lazy that day. Yep. <laughs> I mean, Maybe a lot of people called in sick. The house fire was like three counties over, and they're like, we're fine. Just play yeah. pack a bell cannon in D, please. <laughs> the Wheel of Fortune wheel has 200 lights on it. Mm. It has 73 steel pins and weighs how much? Uh, I'm going to say 300 pounds. 300 P? <laughs> That's too high. Don? Mm, I'm going to go lower and okay. say, because they have to transport it. They also have to spin say, it. That's true. There's yeah. only one of them, and it does go on the road with them. Uh-huh. I would say 78 pounds. 78 pounds. That's you good. are both way off. Closest without going over wins. Donna, guessing 300 pounds. You win, but you were 2,000. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 100 pounds away. 2,400 pounds is the Wheel of Fortune wheel. Wow. That's like an elephant. A car. I guess that's why... Some of them have trouble spinning it. Right? That, well, it all yeah. makes sense now. Just remember the uh, Price is Right wheel? Those old ladies? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Bob sometimes Barker Bob Barker. Would to help. <laughs> they would try to spin it. And I love that they didn't edit any of it out. They're I just know. Like, just keep it real. Gertrude, I'm going to help you with this. Let me give it a spin. You couldn't it's gotta... even reach it. Man. <laughs> if you could have one piece of game show memorabilia in a game room of yours, oh. would it be... The Wheel of Fortune wheel, which would be very fun, or the Price is Right wheel? Oh, Wheel of Fortune. No, because that would take up too much room. I'm going to go Price is Right. It's going to be practical. <laughs> I just can't you, can't, you can't get her to do this. It's just amazing. It just, you know, it's very large. I want to take the Wheel of Fortune wheel and make a huge roulette wheel out of it. Oh, I like that. Change the prizes for all kinds of parties I have. I'll bring it outside. Nice. That's cool. Donna, you're just like Lou. I threw out a hypothetical to her earlier this morning. I forget what it was, but it was super just whimsical and hypothetical. And she was like, well, but that wouldn't work that way. So I think I would say, and I said, no, 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 you can't do this. No, you have to think it out. You have to think of your space, practicality, <laughs> decor. <laughs> I think I'm going to tell you, I looked around at the decor and the throw pillows. Give me the prices right, Wheel. <laughs> My that gosh. wheel of fortune wheel is going to clash with my. I'm going to say I'm going to make so much money off of that wheel from yeah. my neighbors that yes. I'm going to build a shed to put the wheel in. Yes, yes. she should. More money coming in. How Come about on. you, Steve? Think I would go with the Price's Right wheel. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. So cool looking. Here's a fun fact about Steve Jobs. First internship was at Hewlett Packard when he was 12. Oh my gosh! There we go. That is a fun fact. Thank you for sharing. You got it, bud. All right. When we come back, uh, John and I both watched the first episode of American Crime Story Impeachment. We'll talk about that. I just finished a series. I really liked it. Tell you about that, too, when we come right back on My Talk. Welcome back to the show, the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, Dawn McLean. Ooh, what should we start with, guys? I finished a show last night, and then I started a show last night. Let's talk about the finish first. Okay, finished. Uh, I will just tell you that The White Lotus, uh, I finished that, and I really liked it. I really liked the way they wrapped it up at the end. Um, this is a story of a hotel in Hawaii, and some of the guests at the hotel and some of the employees Okay. And it's quirky, it's super different, it's got these strange characters, both on staff and among the guests, and it's about their interactions. If you don't like dark humor, I would take a pass on this one, because... <laughs> Don, have you watched it all? No, I haven't. But Kenny loved it. He loved how awful everyone was. They are. <laughs> it was. It's really interesting. Um, it's. They've got lots of controversial jokes in there. You feel uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Uh, great deal of the time okay. <laughs> <laughs> a great deal of the time i love that blurb underneath say, it they set the bar pretty low because there are three scenes 
that stand out to me that I really could have done without. There Mm. was no reason. If I told you, I I can't say on the air, but uh, one scene I heard Jason Matheson talking about, that didn't bother me. I was like, whatever. Uh, And that was a a sex scene. And, you know, kind of caught in the act kind of thing. Then the very first thing that you saw in episode one was a close-up of something I was not expecting, and it kind of just hits you in the face, so to speak, where you're like, whoa, what? No, I had to kick my roommate out of the room. Oh, that's right, because if it gets uncomfortable, you're not watching it with somebody. I'm like, what is this? Why are they showing us this? And then in the very last episode, there is a scene that nobody ever wants to see in their mm. life. Is that okay. the one you told me about this morning? Yep. So what's the middle one? I, I was like, no. It's one thing to imply something. <laughs> That's a, listen, yeah, restraint. This is, yeah, the radio. This is what we do every day. We imply things. Mm-hmm. That's right. Sometimes well, in, we cross the line. In this particular scene, you know what is about to happen. Mm-hmm. And you could have just left it at that and still been like shocked and, oh, my God, he did not. He's not doing. They literally showed this vile, disgusting scene of somebody doing something to a suitcase. Oh, my God. Oh, my word. I I hope it's not just trying to cram more clothes in there. Because that's what I do to my suitcase. I'm like, I can fit it. Yeah, you kind of sit on top of it. it. You open up the zipper to that extra space. No, this is uh, something terrible that a character did to another character's belongings in his suitcase. And I can never unsee what I saw. How close up was it? Which one? Oh, this mm-hmm. one? The suitcase clo- situation. Close enough. And not only after the act was finished, th- th- were you like, ah, that yeah. was horrible. Then they take a shot of what the remnants no. were. So very awful, but I really enjoyed the show when all is okay. said and done. But there, I just want to warn you, if you are thinking about watching this, it's kind of got a little fantasy island feel to right. it. Right. Um, if you do plan on watching it, do you think I could watch it? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Just a couple scenes that I'd probably like fast forward through or something. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's very pretty. It's Hawaii. So of course it's gorgeous. Yes. Uh, but it's, it's twisty. The cast is (laughs) really good. We've got Connie Britton. We've got, um, Steve Zahn. Um, the Minnesota's guy, own Steve oh, Zahn. That's such right. a nice guy. Yeah. Right? Yep. And we see something of his that you can't unsee. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. Oh. That was like, what? No. Ah. Oh, My eyes are bleeding. I'm going to have to. <laughs> you know what? I got to finally do this. I have to finally um, download VidAngel. Remember, I've told you this before yeah. and I've never mm-hmm. fully committed to it. And it's like five bucks a month. And it's where you can, it's like for people like me, if you have like PG-13 sensibilities, but you hear that there's a really cool storyline in there, but you are you want to avoid the scenes like Donna's alluding to, um, then you can go through and set preferences beforehand and it will mute things. It will like automatically cut out a scene where something gets a little 
like Donna just explained. Sure. Um, I got to do that. That's what I got to do. It's almost necessary to see it to kind of get in the heads of the characters to some, you know, maybe not. Maybe uh, that's not. what that's what they all always say. Yeah, maybe it's not. Art. No, you could you could do without seeing some of the stuff. <laughs> yeah, what you explained to me earlier, oh. I would never have to see it to understand. I think implication again. Yeah, the yeah. art of implying. Uh-huh. We have lost that. Yeah. <laughs> so, know, and by the way, stuff. Jennifer Coolidge is also in this, oh, and she's fantastic. God, I love her. She's so good. And I believe this is HBO Max. So mm-hmm. if you want to see it, it's called White Lotus. But you've been warned. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. In other news, I finally got around to the first episode of American Crime Story Impeachment. You also watched it, Dawn, right? I did. Yeah, it just debuted a couple of days ago. So. Right. Me yeah. have a question before you go any further. Did yeah. you, Donna, just pull it up on, on demand on Xfinity? Or did you set your DVR? How'd you watch I it? I didn't even realize it. I set my DVR. Oh, you did. But I think you could find it. I think you could find it on one of the streaming services. Well, it's not going to be on Netflix until next year. But I maybe if you have the FX add-on through Hulu, Mm -hmm. you could watch it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Dawn, did Mm. you happen to read Monica Lewinsky's book? No, I didn't. Okay, so I read the book. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like when all this, you know, when it just came out. So I don't remember that much of it. But you're going to get a story here. That is different than what we've been spoon fed by the the media uh-huh. in the past. It's a it's a completely different perspective. Hmm. And it starts out focusing on Linda Tripp, who is a secretary mid career. She loves being in the White House and so the West much. Wing. It's oh. almost like <laughs> annoying how much she loves it. Well, it's I like, could feel it's that like would be intoxicating. Identity, you know, I mean, yeah, I could see how that would be for working a lot in the of most popular or excuse me, the most powerful office in the world. I could mm-hmm. see how that would tempt you into just being so tweaked about it all the time. Yeah. And she's just super into she also worked for the Bush administration and she is one of the old school people who want super respect for the office. Yeah. Like she doesn't want shenanigans going on in mm-hmm. the office. There should be respect for it. But right off the bat, I have to say two characters were really getting on my nerves. Okay. Like so much so that I almost wanted to fast forward. Ooh, Whoa, Donna. Which ones? Linda Tripp, portrayed by Sarah Paulson. Oh, wow. I'm not sure oh. what I. I don't know if that. I feel like that may have been miscast, but that's okay. Oh. Whoa! Whoa! And Shots fired. Okay. Paula Jones. Okay. Oh. I'm two. just like, oh my gosh! Pull yourself together. You're so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You barely see Monica or Bill in episode one. Um. Laying the groundwork, then I yes, suppose for yes. Okay. So. Yeah, they're laying the groundwork for Linda Tripp's character. What do you think? And by the way, you have to buy into the campiness that is Ryan Murphy. Just like with the uh, O.J. Simpson story, yes. you know, you have to. Yeah, you got to embrace that. Or yes. Otherwise, it'll feel distracting, and you're 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 not gonna. If you don't know that going in, it could be a exactly. little trip up. Don, you watched it as well. I did. It's Thoughts? only been one episode. I couldn't. 
I couldn't disagree with uh, Donna more. <laughs> okay, we'll give you your time now, like a presidential debate. Yeah. Tell us what you uh, disagree with her on. Okay, um, I wish I could binge all of this right now because Sarah Paulson is so amazing as Linda Tripp. It will freak you out. Really? She has embodied her. She she is unrecognizable. She watched the way she walked, the way she ate, the way she flipped her hair, the oh, way she wow. talked. I can't see Sarah Paulson at all, and I think... I've turned a corner on Sarah Paulson being like you. I bow down to her as an actor. Wow. She, she is a great she actress. Is so good. And I love the fact that I. OK, so I like it whenever I can change my mind about someone. Sure. Mm-hmm. I really feel like, wow, great. I didn't know anything about her experience and what she went through. And I really love that we're seeing the other side of this story because she was made out to be just an evil person. So I really like that we're getting in the mind of somebody who really was in the Bush administration and, you know, seeing like, okay, she had such reverence for this office. And then the Clintons came in, which I'm, you know, everybody has their political ideas, but, you know, she was really offended by a lot of things that happened. And I now see her point of view and I see how hurt she was when she was thrown out and she became a real person to me. And I'm wow. like, oh, my God. Now I see she's like, I know why she's probably already why she did what she did. And I just think it's pretty brilliant how he she, how they show her just the show, not tell. There's a, a lot of moments that are just like so sad where she's just making her slim fast in the blender and just staring at the mm. wall mm. and then like eating her Stouffer's meal, her low fat diet Stouffer's meal. But and so is Monica at the same time. Yeah, I was going to say it's parallel to Very Monica. Parallel. They're both lonely women. Yes. You know, and this is, this is the, they wanted to tell the story from the women's perspective this time mm-hmm. because yeah. we got a lot of all about Bill. Yep. Yep. And you know, um, I'm learning about things that I didn't really realize. I had to look up who Vince Foster was again and like the whole scandal with the travel agency and why that led to such scandal with them. So it's really like a history lesson. Yeah. I, God, I love it. I think Sarah Paulson is killing it. All right. Now, wait, we got like 10 seconds to talk about this, but Clive Owen, did you see him as Bill and does he do an all out Bill Clinton impression? I didn't know it was Clive Owen. I didn't either. It's Clive Owen. Yeah. Did did you buy him as Bill? Yes. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Did you? Now I know it's Clive Owen. Oh, <laughs> oh my bad. Oh, now I ruined it for you. Now well, you're going to see Clive. And I want to say the thing about Sarah Paulson, I think it's the voice. Because I hear her voice and I hear Sarah Paulson. Oh, I don't. I don't hear Linda Tripp. I see oh. Linda Tripp. I just, I'm, okay. And the I mannerisms, don't. it's just her voice. I'm like, damn it. I wish I didn't okay. hear Sarah Paulson's voice. I can see it every now and then, like a fifth of the time it'll creep in. But for the most part... Uh, well, I am totally going to watch the whole thing. All yes. right. Um, I think it's going to be really good, and mm-hmm. I cannot wait. I wish they released it all at once. When we come back, it'll be time for If You See Something, Say Something. Miss America has made another change. They're no longer going to be focusing on contestants' beauty. We'll tell you what they're focusing on instead when we come back on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We saw something, so we're going to say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? 
time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hmm. All right. I have pageant news for us. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I would love to know what you all think of this. Cannot wait. Uh, Miss America will now judge the contestant's health instead of beauty. Okay. Hang on. All right. Uh, the pageant issued a statement saying, quote, Miss America, America, is pivoting their mission to define women's wellness as being based on optimal health rather than physical appearance. What that means? Anybody's guess at this point? Statement is over. Blood pressure. I mean, are they going <laughs> to test their blood and see how much cholesterol? Miss like Delaware. And then Mario Lopez is the judge. He has a stethoscope around. <laughs> yeah, and you know, he, he's now become a doctor, per- and we didn't know during yes. the interim of the pandemic. Everybody has to wanted? do a stress test to like pedal that thing as fast right. as you can. Uh, Miss America did ditch the swimsuit competition, you'll remember, back in 2018, which they you know really mentioned again in this new press release. So they're they're evolving. They said, quote, by eliminating the swimsuit competition, it created an opportunity for us to redefine women's wellness and what it means to be a great woman today in modern America. Um, what what y'all think about this? Okay. Oh, my gosh. I think beauty pageants, and I'm sorry to anybody who's, maybe don't call it a beauty pageant. I don't know. Pageants in general are kind of becoming a thing of the past it just feels very antiquated it feels like let's let's stop trying to fake our way through this it's like don't spit on me and tell me it's raining correct yeah i mean it it is what it is i know that there are wonderful opportunities for these women and Mm -hmm. academically and things like that to be ambassadors I think they just need to completely rebrand if they want to keep doing this. Yeah, or maybe just own what it is. Because let's face it, if someone looks bad and has all other great things, but let's say their face does not represent at all what we believe as Western traditional beauty, they ain't getting in. Right. Okay? So Mm -hmm. just, and and they can have a great BMI. Their blood pressure could be 120 over 80, ideal, and they're not getting in. So, like, don't tell me it's a health pageant now. No, I and, agree. And it, maybe, maybe we're at the point where you just either, yeah, do away with it or just say, yeah, it's a beauty pageant. There's a bunch of other ways that you can go out there and express it. And if you want to follow us, great. If you want to watch us, great. And if you don't, we understand. Yeah, because guess what? We know what you're doing, and we're not buying it. <laughs> right. I, that's the bottom line. It's I don't know. I would love to hear from someone who's been in pageants and hear the other side i have judged pageants okay talk to us um like you know from teen pageants to you know i would say teen yeah high school pageants a lot of those um drag pageants which is a different so much fun different thing but i had such mixed feelings about it when i was doing it Mm -hmm. because there were girls who um, I would, I mean, my scoring was all different from everybody else. What's the criteria? I, to, I mean, there were so many different categories of like, you know, they wanted you to be able to, um, articulate, you know, they ask you a question. That was a big part, but there was also like, they didn't do swimsuit, but they did like, um, 
you know, outfits, different outfits, and then a talent. And I always voted for the person that I think would traditionally not be picked. I gave them very high marks. Yeah. And I, you have a chance to write things. And so I would really go to town about how you've got such beautiful eyes and you've got great confidence. Just work on that. You know, I'm not trying to make myself sound like a saint right now, but I was asked to do it a lot. And I thought, I'm just going to turn this into what I want it to be. Yeah, right. If you're going to ask me to judge, yeah, I'll judge it the way that I want to judge it. I knew that they were never going to traditionally be able to make it in another pageant. Well, the, yeah, but see, that's the funny thing is, After. you know, like... I get it. They take away the swimsuit thing, which is, I suppose, you know, like a step in the right direction in not physically objectifying the women. Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, but still, you know, like I said, I just want to there. It feels like there's a little bit of intellectual intellectually. The, it doesn't hold up because yeah. if someone is and I'm just going to use a harsh word, but if someone's ugly. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, just going to use yeah, it for the sake of the conversation. The right Take your head there. Or, you know, but or... I mean, like, if they're, again, if they don't represent or mirror what we, society tells us is traditional beauty here in, like, America, it doesn't matter. If they're a calculus genius and they can play the clarinet like nobody's business, you're not letting them into the pageant. Yeah. So let's just pump the brakes and don't tell me it's a health pageant. And, and call it. Call it a model, you know, make it America's next top model. Sure. You, you know what that's about. Exactly. Yeah, there's intellectually, you, the audience knows, they understand what it is. They know that this is a beauty pageant, yep. America's next top model, you know. I don't know. I just, yeah, they they either need to do away with it or they need to completely rebrand the whole thing from scratch. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, maybe the baby steps aren't working. They're not. You know, so we'll see what the, what the, um, how they judge their health. <laughs> that does, that's so stupid. She ran a mile in seven minutes and 27 seconds. Just and why like, does it make her better the than Olympics? someone else? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I think that traditionally what where pageants came from is that we are valuing women based on what they look like. Correct. And maybe how they can da 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 and not necessarily seeing them as an equal person to men. Like, this is what women are important for. Yeah, she's not a know? man, but she can play the French horn. And she looks really good. So let's look at her mm-hmm. and hope she can, when she does open her mouth, that it's something intelligent and not embarrassing. But mostly it's based on who's the hottest. Right. I just, I'll, I I'll be like curious. That. We'll give them room. Let's give Miss America room to show us how they judge someone's health. But I think as a father of two girls, I I can't envision a situation where we would be championing one of our daughters to get involved in a pageant situation. Because right. I think that could really breed some conflicts. And w- does that disqualify someone who's going through a medical issue? You know, if somebody's going through <laughs> cancer know. treatment, sorry. That health, no, you're going to fail true. the health portion. That's so dumb, and it's not inclusive, and it sucks, and I hate it. Okay, Thank then you. we got <laughs> to we got to her real feelings right there, right there. Oh, gosh. Yeah, uh, just, by the way, quick story on Anya Taylor Joy from the Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Um, she used to. Her friends are calling her out. Like anytime she's like, "Oh, I'm stressed." They're like, "Oh, really? You have to get on a plane and go shoot a movie? Yeah, cry me a river." So they're you know 